There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. Hey everybody, it's me Leah. And it's me Bethany. And welcome back to a fantastic episode of Paranormal Putas. <laughs> so today we have a special guest coming on, our first uh, personal interview of the season. Uh, yeah. Her name is Mata and we met her uh, when we were volunteering for a night owl event. Uh, it was like the free range. Yeah, free range spirits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And woo woo, we're huge fans of the night owl podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. So when we saw the opportunity to volunteer and get to go to the event and we were like, uh, yes, please. Duh. Uh, <laughs> And, and it was out at Pioneer Farms, yeah. which is super haunted. Yeah. And we had some really cool stuff happen at Pioneer Farms. Um, and also, just to point out, Bethany and I are the best goddamn volunteers to ever volunteer <laughs> on the face of the planet. That's all I got to say about it. We're amazing volunteers and everyone loves us. And uh, it was just a good time. And uh, yeah. But Bethany got to uh, start conversation with, with Mara and that's how we met. Yeah, we met at that at that uh, event. Yeah, we were the potty workers. We were cleaning. <laughs> the, we were sanitizing the uh, restrooms yeah, after man. you know during COVID peak COVID times. Um, but yeah, Mata was uh, the shift before us, and then she left to go do something else, and me and Leah took over. And then yeah, uh, we just kind of chatted and stuff. And and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, here we are uh, now. Instagram friends, and it made sense to have her on. She's she shared via Instagram like some of her personal stories, and we were like, "Oh my god, would you be down to share these on on the show?" And she was totally about it. Um, we love a lot of the same stuff, believe a lot of the same stuff. So it just made sense to have her on. Yep, and here she is to share with us her own ghost adventures. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, because I, I know that we talked and you said you have some personal stories, but you, you've also mentioned because of your love of ghost adventures that you've gone to some of those places. And, and you know, we want to hear a little bit of everything, but I don't know if we want to yeah. uh, let people know how this yeah, relationship started. I know that we met at a, a spooky event. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we met at the Night yeah, Owl yeah, event. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which, The Witch Fest. Yeah, we were doing the the sanitary cleaning for the COVID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were potty workers, you yeah. know? And yeah. <laughs> yep. And we started yeah. a, a paranormal bond and uh, and it's just been really cool social media friendship and now here we are. <laughs> I know. Investigations. You guys caught yeah, you guys caught something out there, huh? Like in the yeah, yeah, we got a uh, we heard knocking multiple times when we were on the trail for the night tour. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, yeah, it was not cool. Bethany was I took off like running the first knock <laughs> that we heard, and Bethany was like, "Get back over here, get back!" I was like, "Fuck that, man!" Like I'm out of here. <laughs> like fuck this. I wasn't expecting anything, and then uh, yeah, and then we were chilling out um, towards the end of the tour. Uh, and there was a horse in the stable, wherever that was. But then mm -hmm. we heard knocking really close to us and the horse was completely still. And we were mm -hmm. like, nah, fuck this. Let's go. Yeah, we heard some shit out there. Yeah. 
It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, the first time that I went out there, uh, I went there with my ex-boyfriend. He was actually on one of the campfire tales for the Night Owl podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, so cool. he had been like, he had been storytelling about his, uh, his story about the devil triangle. Mm-hmm. That's oh, in the okay. night owl. And then, yeah. um, we were, we went off exploring by ourselves, like towards where like the little cabin woods are in the back. And then we saw like a couple that was coming out and we're like, Oh, okay. Cause at first we're like scared, like about somebody. Right. <laughs> and then all four of us, cause they had just come out. So there was nobody over there. Like at all. Like it was a small event. There wasn't even that many people. Cause it was like the first time they had done that for like events at Pioneer Farm. Yeah. Like there was the night out. And then we all fucking heard a woman's voice. Ooh, like man. coming from the trail. Like uh-uh. oh. and then we all turned around to each other and we're like, <laughs> Did you guys hear that? And you're like, Yes. And we all just like I squeezed like my ex's ten little tire was just like all like walk super fast Oh my god, that's the best. We're like, like, nope, not today. I'm not feeling that brave today. No, no, I'm never feeling that brave. So, no, if we really do an investigation and go somewhere, like, I'm the one who's going to, like, be the first to jet. (laughs) Like, I'm out of there. And I'm the one that will run towards it. (laughs) You're going to have to pick, Mara. You're going to have to pick in the moment. Oh, man. Running towards it. As long as you don't do an errand on me, I'm good. No, but I think it's so awesome. And and we really enjoy meeting people that, you know, share this interest with us. So and then to hear that you have experiences, it's just even more uh, credible to why we believe the things we believe. So we're really excited to hear your stories. Like we kind of chatted about really however you want to present them to us and whatever you want to present to us. We're just really thankful that you're willing to share. So uh, thank you guys oh thank you so whenever you're ready <laughs> however you want to do this we're all ears we're ready for it <laughs> all right awesome so yeah like um i've always had like experience with the paranormal since i was a little kid um so uh, as a little kid i got obsessed with reading stories like uh, real ghost stories like i couldn't even like i read fictional ghost stories but like i feel like i just got like rush about reading about real ghost stories so like i became obsessed with like the winchester mystery house the octagon like my favorite author was like daniel cohen and my mom like i was like i was like in second grade i was like super young and i would constantly be like that's all i would check out in the library and my mom was all like she would have to tell me to stop reading them because she would catch me like at night reading them (laughs) before i went to sleep and she'd be like, stop doing that. It's not, you know, you're going to start seeing them. And I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I was just fascinated by it. And lo and behold, uh, one night, I was around like 10 years old at an old house that we're living in. Like, I was asleep. My, like, my face towards, like, the wall. My bed was facing the wall. And then I heard on my left ear, I heard a whisper say, Mara, right? And it was like, you know when somebody whispers in your ear and you feel that warmth of the air? Like, I felt that. And I was like, I ran, like, towards the kitchen. And I, because my mom was making, like, uh, packing lunch for us the next day. 
And I'm like, did you call me? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh. And I just went back to sleep. And then, like, two days later, like, I wake up and I see, like, um, this man in, like, gray, black pants with, like, a tucked-in white shirt, uh, like, brown skin. I couldn't see his face, but I could see his hair. And I'm like, holy shit, like, this is, like, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, like as a kid, I was like, okay, well, you know, just, just maybe I'm dreaming, right? And then as we, um, you know, as, as time progressed, I found out that the place, our, our apartment that we used to live at, um, used to be part of a cemetery. And that cemetery extended to across the street and back to the middle school where I attended as a kid. And the middle school actually had a cemetery still in the back. But that was like a baby cemetery that wasn't active anymore. But my old middle school had a, had a cemetery, but it used to extend all the way to where the apartments across the street were in my old uh, hometown. So lo and behold, like living there, like I remember one time my parents, they started bullying me, the spirits there. Um, one time when my parents were, were out, um, I heard the TV, like, in the room, like, full volume. I'm like, oh, man, like, why did they leave the TV on? Like, like that was, like, my parents were always, like, super strict of turning off the lights, you know, and stuff like that. Like, why would they leave the TV on, right? And I went to their room, and there was, like, the TV. There was nobody in there, no TV, no nothing. Like, right away, the sound went out once I stepped into the room. I could still hear it from the hallway. And there was nothing. Like, it was, everything was shut off. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I went to the kitchen. Because I was, like, fixing up the snack. And then when I go back to my room, since their room was on the way to my room, I heard I heard and saw the intent, the indent of somebody sit down on their bed. I heard the squeak. And I saw, like, the indent of, like, somebody's, like, basically like butt like pressing (laughs) against the bed and I just like locked myself in my room for like until they came back and I didn't end up telling my mom this because I at first I'm all like you know she first of all she's gonna get mad at me uh you know and think I'm crazy or like she's gonna be like oh it's all your imagination because you've been reading all these books and everything and I think it was until like one time uh that I just kind of really just couldn't take it anymore because there was I guess it was like some sort of poltergeist like not like popcorn kernels off the frit off the counter just kind of like destroyed the kitchen a little bit and I was like what the hell you know and I had to clean it up and I told my mom and then my mom just told me oh well it was a matter of time before you told me (laughs) like she wasn't surprised that I had been saying things because like that's kind of a gift that runs in our family that we you know see stuff my sister is also very sensitive she's super sensitive so she was just kind of like it was a matter of time like I wasn't gonna you know ask you or anything I just wanted to see if it was like if you had that sensitivity so from then on like it was kind of like a green light for me to like be okay with like exploring more stuff like she would still get mad 
at me for trying to like, you know, use Ouija boards and stuff like that. But it's just kind of something that I've always been fascinated and kind of driven towards. Um, it used to be very intense when I was little because I would attract a lot of negative spirits. Of course, I did not know how to chase them out. <laughs> so my mom always had to kind of sage and do everything. But um, yeah, as, you know, growing up and being an adult and being more conscious about like, the spiritual realm and everything, I've kind of already been able to kind of um, guard myself. But it's still to the point where sometimes entities do sometimes catch me off guard where like like I mentioned like some of the stories that I have with the places that I've visited from Ghost Adventures and like uh, you know just stuff that, that's on TV from like Scary Cleaners used to be my favorite show growing up with Linda Blair so I always wanted to visit the Queen Mary wanted to visit the Eastern State Penitentiary you know and then like the Coronado Hotel um and those are all places where I have had experiences as well as like with uh, some of my friends that have had experiences in those same places as well at the same time as me. Um, but I think the one that has scared me the most was the one at the Coronado Hotel. So this was like around October 2018. It was around like uh, my birthday, like Halloween time. And um we had driven to San Diego because I had always wanted to visit Coronado Hotel. Um, that's where they filmed Some Like It Hot, and that's where, like, one of my favorite old-timey movies. And, you know, we go into the place, like, right away, like, once we go into, like, the lobby, it starts feeling really, like, heavy and messy. So I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, it's old, it's haunted, like, it's a normal feeling for, like, a hotel that's so old and, you know, has a lot of history. And um, I was talking to, it's really weird because we asked um, one of the bellboys there that, you know, was helping out. And I'm like, hey, which one's the, which one's the, how do you get to the floor where that woman uh, committed suicide? That's what the, that hotel, that their famous ghost, that haunted this woman that I guess like uh, her lover didn't come back for her or something like that. And she committed suicide in the steps of the hotel. She shot herself in the heart. So, um, you know, of course, we're going to go one of those, see where the room is, where she right. stayed and everything. And then um, it's funny because he was all like, how did you know to talk to me? And I'm like, what do you mean? And then he's all like, well, because he's all like, because uh, I'm the guy that has the ghost stories. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, you want to <laughs> share some, basically? And then, of course, you know. <laughs> and then he's all like, yeah, he told me that one time um, he was, uh, checking out a room, you know, just to kind of make sure that there was nobody there and stuff. And that he couldn't go down the elevator. Like, he could, like, all the elevators were, like, stuck, basically. And that he couldn't go down and that he was, like, he felt like he had been there for, like, maybe five minutes and stuff. But he had been gone for, like, four or five hours by the time he was able to, like, go down the elevator it was almost like if he was stuck in time oh like there was so much time lost that he told me like that he just like it was like a loop and I'm like that's so weird like wow. and then like um, that's the one weird thing that he told me that happened and then his like uh, he was called away for duty but he told me about some, like 
some sort of like time loop that he went through. He's like, I saw my watch and like, like I felt like, you know, I saw that I was only there for like 10 minutes, but they said I, they were looking for me. So I was gone for like four hours. <laughs> and he couldn't go down from the elevator. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting, you know, and I'm like, we, you know, we go up in the elevator and we go to that room. And of course, like me, all super excited about like the high of like investigating and just like trying to open up my senses, you know, to try to dig out more. And then my um, ex at the time, uh, my boyfriend at the time, he uh, took a picture of me in front of the door. And then I started feeling really sick. Like I was going to puke, like really fucking sick. And then I was just like, this feeling of dread just like swept over me. And I felt like something attached itself to my back, almost like, like two hands, like on it. And I was like, oh my God, take the picture quickly. And then he did. And then um, we start walking down the hall, me, him, and my best friend, we all hear a voice coming down and, and we couldn't make out what it what like what it was really. And then um, you know, we write it off, whatever, like stuff like that happens to me all the time and he's kind of, he was kinda of sensitive too, so he, stuff like that happens to him all the time. So we're like, Okay, whatever but when we come back the same day, uh, and I'm in my room, um, I fall asleep and he's literally like I see him like on my bed, like he's playing video games and I just like fall asleep and I like, get sleep paralysis and like in my sleep paralysis I was like trying to like reach out to him and try to get out of it and then when I finally woke up I told him like did I did I seem some other way like like I felt like you know like I get sleep paralysis but this one was really intense like um I proceed to like you know go about my night like I sometimes do get sleep paralysis it's not uncommon for me to do that and then um it happened uh, one more time, and then I started to get really concerned because it's like, at this point, I can't fall asleep without getting sleep paralysis. And then it happened the third time around midnight. And then when I woke up, I heard a growl uh, coming from my window, like like a demon growl, like, like very malicious like in the site and it was loud and I was just like holy shit I got my face my face sick and I just like smudged my room with my I'm like uh uh-uh. this is not happening so I feel like I like whatever attached to my attached to me like I know wasn't human it was like some sort of like like demon it wasn't like super strong but it was strong enough to like attach and like basically followed me home and that one's like yeah I don't think I'll, I'll ever like go into Cornell so again it's just like I remember wanting to like maybe book a room there and stay in the future but I'm like no I'm good I'm okay <laughs> it's just like I don't know it's just so weird because it's like the energy just feels so super super heavy like like weighing down on you like almost like suffocating you know like you can't really breathe right or it just feels like you're not welcome there basically with the with the hotel it's beautiful it, it was like the late 1800s so of course you know people flocked to it but I'm like it's not 
really a good place to visit if you're like sensitive or like open to things because I feel like that definitely is like an invitation for them to be like hey let me feed off your energy you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and for you to say like you felt that as soon as you walked in um I mean to feel that heaviness that's really I don't know that's insane and the fact that you've been you know Dylan or feeling these types of things since 10 years old I mean I, I would imagine at this point in your life you know walking into the hotel you pick up on it really quickly so oh yeah <laughs> I can definitely like when I go into places I can definitely pick up on stuff I try not to sometimes just because it's strange like if I'm not uh ready for it like some spirits take advantage of it to drink it's kind of like, oh, you know, just because they're, they're trying to get your attention or they're just trying to, you know, kind of touch the, the life out of you for for their own energy. So, and that happens a lot. Like, I notice that a lot um, with, uh, like, a lot of people that don't know, like, they know that they're sensitive, but they don't know to how extent they are sensitive. So there's people that, have you know we all have the ability basically it's just some of us are a little bit more open and I think with me it's just because I've had so many near-death experiences like throughout my life that I think it's just like I'm able to tap into both sides of of you know this realm and the next realm Mm -hmm. so it's kind of easy for me to do that because I have to project a lot like it's not uncommon for me at all to get out of my body like maybe once a week you know it's just it just happened but it's something that I just kind of like to live with um it's exciting but sometimes it's dangerous just because I didn't know how to protect myself when I was younger mm-hmm. so I did have a lot of negative entities in spirit realm try to try to harm me so that's like it's always really important to have really good protection um but uh yes and then going into like another uh episode of like like places that i've gone to that are like historically haunted uh eastern state penitentiary i might visit i think i'd be okay with visiting again but this time i kind of know what to expect but that one is also a place that and not just me, my, my roommate that I live with now, we both uh, went to the Eastern State Penitentiary in 2017. Um, so, you know, I always wanted to visit it, of course, because it's like, you know, super historic and ghost adventures and scary places on Earth. Like numerous TV shows have done investigations there. And I was like, you know, Another one off my bucket list, you know, because I have a list of places that I want to go. <laughs> so I'm like, another one, you know. It's awesome. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, as soon as we approach it, as we're walking towards it, I felt like an immense amount of dread and fear and sadness. Just like, it's almost like if you've ever, like, almost, like, somebody almost hits you with another car you just feel that dread of like oh fuck like I'm gonna die or something you know like that feeling of like oh shit you know like that was close kind of like feeling but just like that constant feeling of like oh fuck you know Mm -hmm. I'm gonna die like that dread that just kind of floats your body floats your body 
Um, and then we had gotten tickets to it. Like we had uh, bought them and online. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready to go in there. Like I need something to drink. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not ready. Like I just felt like super like, like my nerves, my body was just like rejecting me going in there, you know? Cause I think I was just tapping into the fear of like people that have passed through there. And, um, so she took me across the street, uh, to this place that used to be an old firehouse that's right across, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. So Eastern State Penitentiary is it's pretty wild because it's like a huge, you know, a prison that's no longer, uh, working, but there's a bunch of like housing and like neighborhoods and restaurants around it. So it's like, you know, normal Philly and then boom, a prison, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. So, um, so yeah, we were like, we were at the bar. So I had to take like three shots of tequila because that somehow works with me with kind of impairing, that kind of impairs my ability a little bit. Not all the time because I still sometimes able to channel even when I'm drunk. That's such a huge misconception that people in the spiritual community say. Just, I guess if your, your ability is not tapped in all the like like you know kind of my ability where i'm able to do certain things um i can see how that would block somebody because they weren't really tapped into their ability but um for me like it worked for me like being able to tune some of it out that's so kind of like filtering it <laughs> a little bit so i'm like you know i'm gonna take some shots because i don't think i can go in there sober at all so yeah we go through the penitentiary in the, in the day like, I do feel and see, like, a few, like, like uh, spirits and everything like that. But it wasn't anything too bad, really, or that I thought so at the time. But I think maybe it's because I was a little bit buzzed. But, um, you know, we do the whole tour, and um, we visit Al Capone's cell and everything. And during the whole time, like, I'm just kind of, like, kind of really trying to tune it out with everything, right? And then it's the aftermath that actually when, when stuff starts happening. Um, so we ended up going to uh, visit a friend in New York before we came back home. And then that night that we had gone to uh, Brooklyn, we stayed at my friend's uh, old apartment that's in Brooklyn that used to be an old Jewish hospital, which you can imagine what kind of energy that has. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, she got turned into, you know, apartments and stuff. And uh, she told me that, um, and like, you know, my roommate's not really sensitive, but she has experienced some things, um, you know, not to the point like like me, but she has experienced some things. But she told me that she um, had a dream uh, and it looked like the same, like, um, like the apartment, my friend's apartment, like, and then, but instead of me laying next to her, there was like this, like, older woman that was like hugging her and like almost like a mother figure. And then, like, she didn't tell me this until like a couple of days later that she had that dream. And I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. It's probably like a spirit that's kind of like lonely, whatever, you know, kind of write it off. But uh, once we actually come home, we just start having like 
intense nightmares and like we can't sleep like we literally would both wake up like around like three four in the morning and just like be awake because we couldn't sleep for like probably a good week um and just kind of like hit it like just was anxious we were anxious all the time and just it was kind of like weird right and then, like, I, I got my friends that are, like, B3 stuff and curanderos that were able to do, like, a, like a cleansing on us. And then it went away. But it's funny because up to maybe, like, a month and a half ago, uh, I was watching uh, Portos from Hell uh, on Discovery mm-hmm. uh, And it's funny because I, I have never, like, like, I never really dug into like what other people's experiences were but they interviewed two people that had visited the eastern state penitentiary and they said they had the same symptoms of like not being able to sleep like intense nightmares like all this stuff and i'm like oh my god like that's ex-. and I, I was like man my roommate were like that's exactly what happened to us like we were just like it, it, I guess it's just a place that just kind of latches on to you, you know? So I'm all like, I'd probably go in there again, but I'm like, definitely <laughs> going to take, like, some protection, you know, this time around. Hell yeah. yeah. Definitely be better prepared. That's intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, when we, and you and I were talking on Instagram, um, after you had seen some of the footage from me and Bethany staying at the Stanley, and we kind of talked about you visiting uh, Eastern State and kind of the aftermath of it. And then I shared with you how, like, I felt a little bit different coming home after that visit. And you were like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I was like, now, now hearing you explain your experience, uh, you know, in depth. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, she totally gets it. Yeah, it totally makes sense. It's, it's insane how that energy, car- like, we carry that with us and how it can impact us after after the fact. So that's, that's intense. Yeah, it's almost like a that's why cleansings are so important because it's almost like a stain that follows you I, I would describe it as a stain that's cool because it's like it, yeah. you have to, yeah you have to cleanse it mm-hmm. um yeah because yeah if you let that fester it starts really because I when I like for example I used to live in this house on um the east side here in Austin and it was like on uh, by Berkman. I'm not going to say exactly the street because I don't want to freak out the people that are living there. So they possibly <laughs> listen to the podcast. But uh, uh, I used to live on this house in this house with it's funny with the roommate also that I live here with right now. Um, that I, I was going through like a breakup that was pretty hard and was very depressed, drinking like a whole lot, like. And they, the spirits in the house were feeding off of me. Yeah, that was pretty horrible. I had many encounters with um, this lady that actually ended up finding out, committed suicide in our bathroom. I ended up uh, finding that out, but I would see her a lot. And she was like this older lady with uh, like a pink, like a bubblegum pink sweater and gray pants and like short gray hair and like 
she was kind of heavy and her, her face, like her face was like old, but like kind of pinched in. And yeah, she was, she was pretty intense. And then I would also see this older man, um, and he was super bitter. I saw him the first time that we actually were moved in. I saw him toss from the hallway to the kitchen. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not surprised, but, well, you know, I'll just stage it, whatever, you know. But I guess that's a kind of a misconception a lot with, a lot, like, a lot of people think that maybe one-time staging is going to do the trick. You kind of have to keep doing it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not kind of like, are you clean once? It's clean. It's not coming back, you know. It's kind of like you have to come have, like, a ritual going on because cleansing your your outskirts is also very important because they, they tend to if, if they're not inside they're hanging out outside in the perimeter mm-hmm. so you have to kind of cleanse your whole whole thing so I didn't know that at the time so of course I'm like one and done bam whatever <laughs> right <laughs> but it's like at that time I wasn't I was so depressed I wasn't really tapped into my spirituality because I know just dealing with this world was too intense for me to begin with mm-hmm. but it also started affecting me like in the spirit world um, to the point that uh, one time when I was after projecting I went into my roommate's room and this entity uh, was this man in like old time clothing uh, with a top hat he right away uh, was choking me and I was like trying to get away like right away to start choking me and I was like trying to get away with him and I started like saying like no, our father of hearts in heaven our father of hearts our lord be thy thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and then he started saying it at the same time as like as me our father of hearts like very fucking creepy like that was probably like one of the worst experiences of, <laughs> of my life he was saying like our father was with me like as if it was me mm-hmm, yeah. and it was just like I managed somehow to like just keep doing it and I pulled away and I was able to wake up but like stuff like that was normal uh, for me to happen just like um, there was also this lady that I would see with a purple dress she would always try to show me something in her hands and I would look at her hands and they'd be empty but she'd be crying and I'd be like uh you know I don't know what's going on basically but you know I just felt bad for her so there were three spirits in that house that were and there was also a little boy but I hardly ever saw him but yeah like I'm once it's funny because once we actually uh well that. I don't know. I was just curious. Like, how did you find out that the woman in the pink sweater had committed suicide? Did she tell you, or did you like look it up or something? So my, I have a lot of friends that are also like psychic, and spiritual, and um, she did a channeling in my house, mm-hmm. and this was like afterwards. And I'm like, yeah, I always felt very everybody everybody that stayed over at my house uh, felt super uneasy like at night going to the restroom like everybody was super uncomfortable that we had to like kind of leave like a little light 
on. Mm-hmm. Just so like, people wouldn't, you know, or, or sometimes we left the bathroom light on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the freaking restroom. So. And everything goes down <laughs> in the restroom. <laughs> It's crazy, yeah, especially for you to say that this was in your east side home because in our early east side haunt episodes, nearly everybody had a story involving the restroom. (laughs) Yeah, the bathroom. It's insane. And it's, I I don't know how to explain it, but these these bathrooms, man, like I said, they're portal potties. (laughs) They're portals. It's not okay. It's funny because once we actually moved out of that house, like, I felt like I was, like, released. Like, I felt like, like, like I was free. You know what I mean? Like, like I was able to, like, sleep the next night at, like, our, our newer apartment. And, like, I just felt different. Like, I felt like... Like, I don't know, I just kind of felt like like they didn't have a hold on me anymore. Like, they couldn't, like, feel like they're stuck there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they, they weren't able to follow me. So I was like, oh my God, that was like, I felt so bad for like, I saw the place got leased. I'm like, and then the other day I passed by uh, Bergman Drive and I, I turned around to see it. I'm all like, <sighs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I hope they're okay, you know. I hope they they don't have any like depression going on because they they put off of that. They really did. And then um one night and this was uh at the same house that that house that we lived in, um we were all just like we hadn't even started drinking, like literally we were like barely had opened up our beer. It was like me and my my roommate and two of our friends, right? And then we see that somebody or something just made the trash, you know, like when you, those little swing trash cans mm-hmm. and there was like no vent. We had like, we had no air conditioner and those old houses don't have air conditioners like in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like there was no breeze, no nothing, nothing was open and it just like spun around on its own. Oh my God. And then, and then my friend Kyle was like, did you just see that? And everybody's like, yeah. I'm and I'm like, shit happens sometimes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just ignore it. Please. Just another day. <laughs> just ignore it, please. But don't give it its attention because that's mm-hmm. what it wants. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. The place is haunted, but that was your day. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the day in the house. <laughs> we understand yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've lived with some yeah, things. The current, <laughs> yeah. The current house that I live in um, is from 1925. Ooh. So it's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a, and I've confirmed this with somebody that used to live here too. And me and my roommate, uh, Chris, have seen, um, this man and I, I usually uh, hangs out in <laughs> well the bathroom which there's no surprise there for some reason <laughs> I'm thinking maybe like now that you mention it maybe it has to do something with like running water because mm-hmm. you know how they say that maybe water sometimes is like a running like a yeah. conscious 
sister. Totally. We've had that conversation. Yeah. I was like, is it something in the stones and the water? Like, what is it? Well, uh, there was a few things we mentioned. It was water. Yeah. And mirrors. And mirrors. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, mirrors are hard for. Oh, my God. Mirrors are hard for portals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane. Well, there's, there's a reason why uh, they are portals. It's like, you know, back in, and even in these, like, modern times, people use it for divination and scrying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is where you're able to see into, you know, the future, or see what things are going on. But, yeah, I wholeheartedly, I've seen stuff in marriage before that I'm like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I don't like to like look at them too long. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't like to yeah. stare at them too long. Like, I, I walk past them really quick yeah. and I'm just like, nope, 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 gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. look past myself in mirrors, I guess. They're like, I don't look, if I'm not looking at myself, I'm not looking anywhere else in the mirror. <laughs> like, I gotta go. <laughs> well, a lot of like old spells and like witchcraft can trap. Mm-hmm. Like, spirits in there too so mm-hmm. that's the one thing that's like some people like kind of like the box you know like they would trap you can also trap them in there mm-hmm. yeah so it's like i'm like there's it's so crazy <laughs> that everybody has one but i'm like like they're literally portals <laughs> you know? it's like uh and it's funny because they say that you're not supposed to have two mirrors facing each other, but then I have my alt mirror and then I have like my dress mirror facing each other. And I'm like, <laughs> Shit. Uh, they're just keeping each other company, I guess. Just, <laughs> just creating a vortex <laughs> is all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, that's no, no, they smells a little better than to actually come into my uh, my room. So uh, that man, like I mentioned, that like Jahan here, um, he primarily, like he also, I remember one time, and I hate going to the bathroom here, same thing, creepy hallway at night. I'm glad, I'm thankful that the hall, hall there's a hall light because I'm like, first thing I turn on before I, you know, start going, <laughs> start walking. I like, oh, and then, um, but I have seen him a few times sitting in our couch like in the middle of our couch and I'm all like hmm. I'm like okay well I know you're here but I just want to go to sleep <laughs> you know <laughs> it kind of comes to the point where like so yeah um, no I'm just saying like uh, every time like I see like a spirit like in our house or something or something goes down I'm like I'm really you know I'm like been stressed out I'm all like I don't have time to deal with this I'm just like please just just let me like have a good night, please. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Like, it gets to the point. They've been very active, actually. This last week, I think it's also because um, every time like like uh, changes are being done, like it stirs up because they don't. Funny, they don't like change. Most of them don't. I'm like a lot of them don't actually. Um, and we have new neighbors downstairs and all guys. Um, and, you know, I'm in the process of moving and doing all this stuff and looking for a job in California. So, of course, like, stuff, when I'm stressed, it kind of tends to amplify, like, the restlessness. And I feel like 
it makes the drawn my restlessness makes them drawn to me, basically. Like, oh, for some reason, like negative emotions or like anything like that, especially sadness or anger, it's just like more. If they're angry or sad, it's just kind of like it's like a moth to a flame, basically. You know, like a beacon. So I've been, yeah, I, I've been a little bit stressed. So I like, you know, kind of stuff has been happening lately, but nothing too bad. Um, the there is, and I did not know this actually. Did not know this till recently, because um, I googled it right. So I had been dreaming about this little girl, right? And in my dream, I was in the street. And I was playing with toys, like if I was a kid, but I'm like an adult, right? Like I was like through the eyes of a little kid, basically. And then she was like, no, like, don't, don't play in the street. Remember what happened to that little boy? And I'm like, what? You know, and then I wake up, right? And then lo and behold, like a couple of days later, I hear, I hear like tiny little knocks, like, but it's like, you know, like, it's not an adult knock where it's like a normal height of an adult. It's like low. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a child knocking. Like you know the difference between like somebody knocking the that's an adult and a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like through a wood door, you know? Because of the where the knock's coming from. And I'm like the first time that that happened like last year I thought it was my my roommate Jackie and I'm like she happens to be so I'm all like, oh, it could be Jackie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, my friend, you know, I'm like, she's tiny. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know, like, we're all so lazy. We usually text each other, you know? Like, if we need something and we'll just go, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's weird. Somebody's knocking at, you know, she's knocking at my door, like, at 10, 11, 12. Like, she's usually chilling in her bed, getting ready for work the next day. And I'm all like, okay. And, like, I open the door. Nobody there. And then I text her, like, hey, like, I was like, did you need something? You know, kind of like, maybe, like, I waited too long, but I'm like, I, I literally got up right away. And she was like, no. I'm like, did you knock on my door? She's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I write it off. And then, like, two weeks later, same thing. And I'm like, I opened the door. Nobody there. And it was also at night. And then... Probably like a maybe around November, I hear it again, and it had been a while since I heard her. But then I heard her on Monday, and this time though it was Monday morning, which is insane because my roommate's working at that time in our living room in our kitchen, and she didn't hear it, but I heard it, and I'm like, holy shit, it's happening during the day now. I'm like, but yeah, supposedly this little girl haunts the, I live right next to the Pink Palace and um, on 32nd Street. So the Pink Palace is where uh, Janice Joplin used to stay uh, in the 60s uh, when she was visiting Austin doing shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bohemian co- co-op. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, now it's now it is, it is actually a, like a, uh, people of color co-op there it's super cool um but yeah i saw that somebody had written and i actually like i just skimmed through the article to be honest because i think i was in a hurry but i'll probably go back and read it but i did 
read somewhere where somebody says that the spirit of a little girl haunts it. So I think what's happening is that since I'm sensitive, I'm just attracting. I'm attracting her over here. So she's kind of like, I mean, it's cute that she's respectful because she's not, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like kind of like, I think she's just curious, you know, probably lonely. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm picking up on. Um, but yeah, I'm like, that's pretty wild. Cause I did not know about that at all. That there was a little girl haunting the pink palace. <laughs> I'm like, I want to talk to them, but I'm like, I know since COVID has been a little bit weird, but I'm like, maybe one of these days before I leave, I'll ask any, like people there if they've had any experiences. Cause I'm pretty sure like it's super old. It was built in like 1890. Like the, the lady that was supposed to inherit it from her father like ended up passing away so that's why I got turned into a co-op you know so it's just kind of wild it's pretty neat area that I live in too like I mean I'm also close to a funeral home so you must imagine how fun that is at night when I go walk my dog or she has to do her business like sometimes I'll just see like random like shadows or I'll see like I did see like an old man with an eye patch once, which I thought was really weird. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like I, I had never seen a spirit with an eye patch before. Like a little old man, he was chubby too, almost kind of speed like, like a like hook like. And I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty wild, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, oh, and then also, because our our house is kind of divided into like, uh, it's an old house, but it's divided into like the upstairs is an apartment, downstairs is an apartment, and then there's like an efficiency in the back. So it's divided in three parts, right? My old uh, neighbor that used to live downstairs um, before the guys that lived there are living now, um, before she was leaving, she told me that she had pictures that were screwed onto her wall, right? With screws, not like the nails, right? Like there was secure onto the wall and that one day it just flew right off. Like if somebody just like tossed it out. And I'm all like, she messaged me and she's like, oh my God, my picture frame just flew off the wall. Like I don't know what happened. You know, it's like, you can tell how, like if something's not secure, if it, it usually just falls straight down, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, well it's not secure. But this thing is just, like literally flew across the room like that's not that's not gravity <laughs> you know so it's like uh, and I'm like uh, do you know I'm like oh because the, the man that haunts this place that I've seen they used to, uh, yeah, they, they, that, I, that I've seen that a lot of people have seen here um, he likes to dwell downstairs a lot too so and I'm like, is there anything in your house that might be... Because I'm like, I cleansed the property pretty well. But, you know, of course, I didn't go into her home or anything. And um, she's all like, well, I have a human skull. And I'm all like, well, uh, well... That might do it. Like, I mean, like, that might do it, you know? Like, Jeez. <laughs> Just so casual. Like, you just to, like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that'll... You know, I'm like, well, you need to, like, say I'm like, that's why it's, like, you have a human skull, like, uh, you know, which is not bad to have a human skull, but there's a way to 
own a human skull, especially because you have to honor it. It's kind of like give it its place, like if it was a human being, you know, because it is a human being, was a human being. They kind of have to give it its own, like, you know, kind of like make sure that it's in a comfortable, like, cushion, kind of like not, like, don't ignore it, kind of, because I don't know. It's just. It's energy, basically. That's why, like, in necromancy, like, in in that kind of uh, spiritual practice, like, uh, they use a lot of human bones for divination because they basically become, like, your friends. Mm. You know, they are your friends. Mm. So it's not, like, a for anything bad. It's just, like, they help you with whatever you need help with in exchange for, you know, some comfort, some, you know, recognition that, you know, and I like honoring, you know, honoring your dad, you know, basically. Yeah. Just respect. So I'm all like, she was an exact kid. She was just kind of, she was kind of a collector. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like, either that spirit's acting up or it's the other guy. Like, I can't, I couldn't really decipher with because I'm like, you need to, when you have stuff like that, like anything that's human, you need to, like, give it its space because <laughs> it could get mad at you, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, like, that nobody sense. wants to be sad in the closet. <laughs> you know, oh like, my god, no! <laughs> yeah, like now I gotta leave a glass of wine out for it. Like, what kind of booze you like? <laughs> no, like seriously. Yeah, it, it just kind of is like, like you have to kind of like be like, hey, you want you know some booze? Just mm-hmm. put some little bit of booze for them, like. And it, it, it's kind of like appeasing to the spirits because if like if you like if they're happy, they'll make sure that good fortune comes to you you know it just kind of works that way it's like an energy exchange yeah yeah that makes sense so i'm like yeah like it's funny because um the old lady that used to be here um she's not here anymore which i'm kind of sad about because she was very warm and i like it, the house felt really warm when she was here um she she actually did move on. She finally was able to move on. Um, but yes, like I had felt her when we first moved in because um, I was going through a really hard time and uh, came from a horrible like living experience with other people that weren't my friends, like a breakup, like just this whole other like mess of like, yeah, just really bad roommates. And then, um, when this place was being shown by my friend, she couldn't open the door with the lock, the the combination lock, and and I like grabbed like the rail in our home, and I'm like, like please let us be you. Like in my mind, if you know, if you like us, um, I promise to take really good care of this place. And then as soon as I said that in my brain, it opened, and I was like, whoa, okay everything was going smoothly and everything and uh, I happened to take a spirit channeling class and then um, I remember walking in uh, to the class at St. Junior for uh, knowing who your spirit uh, guides are and right away as I was talking of why I was there I'm like well I know there's something in my house I just kind of want to know like what it is and how to go about, about it or who it is I already knew it was a lady, but I didn't want to, you know, you don't go out and tell strangers, like, oh, there's a ghost in my house, you know, because <laughs> you never know how somebody's going to react, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, 
you don't, you, you know, that's not your opening line. But when I started saying, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, there's stuff going on in my house. And I just kind of want to know. There was, like, this older, like, Mexican, like, uh, healer lady that was there. She was like, oh, the old lady that lives in your house likes you. And I'm like, oh, I like her, too. And, like, other people there, like, they were, like, looking at each other, like, okay. <laughs> like, obviously, like, like, they know something we don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, but yeah, like, and I'm, it's funny because I'm like, I'm really going to miss this house, but I'm not going to miss the man that's here. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. He's just really bitter. <laughs> oh. He's not evil, but I can totally sense something like really wrong. Like the, the house in Berkman's, that was something intense. That was fading off. This one, he's kind of chilled out a bit because I've done a lot of work. But that or he's probably feeding off my neighbors <laughs> oh shit yeah maybe maybe that's why my neighbor that's well because there's also a little back house because it's an older place you know so back in the day they used to have like the guest house mm-hmm. so the guest house is another apartment like uh, another little house basically and she's been acting up actually so i'm like maybe it's feeding off of her now <laughs> just going back like all right, you guys have kicked me out of this house. I'm just going to go over here again. Shit. So. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Sudden uh, attitude changes or change in behavior. That's a possibility. Yeah, it's change in behavior. Yeah, she's just very paranoid. And, like, she's grouchy, but she's just been going, like, over the top. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I did give her some, some face spray like a long time ago. I'm like, I hope you use it. I really hope you use it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my <laughs> that is intense. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, especially, yeah, especially like, like you know, the the more that you go into, just kind of how like, I feel like the same thing happened to the guys from from when they were first starting off. It starts opening you up, like and you become even more vulnerable if you're not able to you know kind of have a boundary yeah and kind of tell them like no you can't do this you need to get away like like I remember my mom's like telling me like if they're messing with you like she'd be like right under the madre like I can cuss them out just tell them to get the fuck away you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like yell at them and I'm like that does work you know but yeah, definitely you have to like set boundaries with that because it's like like they know you want to make contact but it's also like they're just start feeding off of you so it's like uh, but yeah <laughs> that's not how they're living right now pretty Shit. fun I guess <laughs> <laughs> no honestly I feel like I, I, I would be more open to things but I'm so like get the fuck away from me this is my body like <laughs> This is my meat suit. <laughs> you can't have it. Oh, so, <laughs> so um, no, I feel that. No, that type of channeling. That type of channeling is fucking dangerous. That is so dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Like if you don't know how to control it, like my type of channeling, like it's more of like a communication. Mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I did get possessed for like a hot second. Oh shit! But my mom was able to um, to, um, and it's crazy because uh, my mom, you know, she's a she's a healer, so she was doing a cleansing on like my mom, my my uh, her friend's daughter, right? 
And I was just there on the couch witnessing it. And um, all of a sudden, I start thinking like really negative thoughts, but it wasn't me thinking. It was just like my voice, but saying really, really nasty shit. Just like really like ugly things towards like what my mom was praying about and just like really messed up stuff and just kind of like mocking my mom in my head. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, like this is not my voice. Why am I like, why is, why is this happening? Right. And then my mom, after she's like done, like, well, actually it was kind of like towards the end of the cleansing. She does turn around and look at me and she's like, come here. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, starts like doing a cleansing over me. And then I'm just like cussing her out in my voice and my brain, like really bad. And just saying like super negative shit. Like, and then I was just like, what the hell? You know, I wasn't saying it out loud, but I was like in my brain, I was like, like, and then, then she, what she ended up doing is that when she did it, when she stopped like with, uh, with the herbs that she was doing cleansing me, she just slapped me across the face. So I didn't see it coming. And then all of a sudden, like it stopped. Like I was just like regular and I'm like, that was intense. But that happened to me when I was a teenager, when I was like, maybe like 13, 14. Of course I didn't know how to protect myself. And me watching like something like that, like my mom's friend had a, had a history with uh, her being haunted and her kids eventually started getting haunted. So, yeah, and I'm like, that that was pretty crazy. So I'm like, that hasn't happened. Ah, it's like, yeah, bad, but I'm like, oh, now that I know how to protect myself, but yeah, that was pretty sad. It's kind of crazy that your mom was able just to kind of look at you and know, like, hey, <laughs> you, you're next. <laughs> something was up. No, yeah. Yeah, she just she just told me come here. Like I'm like what? <laughs> Why? What's going but it, on? And, and my, but it, but it's kind of like in my in my like my mind. I was like, I knew something. Like oh, I'm being called out because something's wrong. Like you know when you feel like you did something wrong, mm-hmm. it was like the same feeling of like oh I did something wrong. Yeah. But it was like I think it was like the spirit that was trying to possess me that was like oh fuck I got caught. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm like, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, that's intense. From from ten years old to a week ago, like just so much that you've experienced, and I, and yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, and like you said, every everyone really kind of has the ability if you want to open yourself up to that or to be that level of sensitive. And uh, I'm low level sensitivity because i i kind of i don't know i'm scared it freaks me i don't want to i don't want to because i i know that once i do it's like game on like stories from our family and hearing your stories just remind me of some of the things that we've heard growing up and the women in our family and i'm like nah man our power is too great like once (laughs) once we tap in like my hair is gonna turn white and like it's game on like i'm next level and uh, and i'm not ready for it so kudos to you for being able to you know protect your energy and really kind of be able to navigate those uh spiritual waters because uh, I'm not equipped <laughs> just yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was kind of like uh, I was able to tune it off for a few 
gonna say uh, maybe a good five years of my life. I was able to like pin it out for a little bit. I did have my mom when I was younger kind of bind a bit of like my my ability because she's able to do that if I just like kind of release it to her. Um, but now that she's older, like I fully have my power like enforced now. So it kind of hasn't been a choice to be honest. <laughs> it's kind of like learn how to deal with it or, you know, just kind of, uh, it, it also doesn't help that I have like, like a, like a, you know, kind of thrill seeker soul, you know, so doesn't, doesn't help <laughs> that I'm like very inclined to the paranormal and I like to investigate, like I'm a huge, like mm-hmm, avid, yeah. like reader of mm-hmm. all things. And, you know, I love <laughs> like mysteries, you know, I love all that stuff. So I'm like, that doesn't help. So I'm like, kind of yeah. learned to deal with it. It's pretty cool when I like hear about other people having the same experiences as me especially when it comes to channeling in the spirit world, like a lot of people that have been to like the same places as me, it kind of reiterates the fact that it exists and that I'm not crazy. Um, and it's funny how it, it kind of seems that way. Like, like a lot of my friends, like all of my friends that are really close, all my friends are super aware of my ability and it's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of my friends that are like my roommates now, all of them, uh, <clears throat> all of them have had experiences with me. So it's kind of like I make a joke like, if you live with me, something creepy is bound to happen. Like <laughs> you're gonna see something because it's gonna draw spirit, you know. So it's gonna one way or another something that you can't explain is gonna happen to you, basically. Like, uh, my roommate, Jackie, um, maybe like two, three weeks ago, um, I had told her that I had a nightmare because, you know, we, we talk about everything and uh, she's all like, it's funny that you tell me that because she won't tell me at the moment, which kind of frustrates me because maybe I could do something about it. But she's all like, I ha- uh, something happened to me last night. And then she told me that she was in her room getting ready to go to sleep. Like she was, you know in the dark just had turned off her phone everything just ready to go to sleep and then her bed faces towards the wall right and then she was sleeping on the edge so there was like you know the the space between the wall and her there was you know it's empty and that she felt somebody sit down on that side and it's literally like her the wall her the space and the wall somebody sat down like not even at the edge of the bed sat down like right beside her oh between God. the wall and I'm like girl like, <laughs> I would have like I would have texted me like I'd be like come save my room <laughs> <laughs> that's intense yeah, yeah fuck you know? that yeah. fuck that <laughs> yeah cause uh, when shit like that happens to me I wake up and I'm like uh uh-uh. uh I stay mm-hmm. right away follow Santa I fucking do all this cleansing I'm like okay I'm gonna go to sleep now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it just kind of helps, helps me and I'm like I'm like I sage the rooms pretty frequently and I do black pretty frequently but it, I'm like it's that man that man just fucking that, that's around here who likes to kind of come and 
is being nosy, basically. Um, but yeah. Well, I was going to say about, um, I think I was starting to talk about that, uh, that cat that haunts our place, right? I, I think I kind of just went on a tangent and went to another subject. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, sorry. No, no, it's good. We love it. I kind of tried to do that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, I, I'll try to find the picture in my camera roll. Um, I was laying down one night and I was taking a picture of my altar. But in one of the pictures, there's like literally something that's over my foot that looks like it might be an animal of some sort. And it's like a little, it's like, there's no possible way that could be a flash of something. Like, it's like on my foot. Like, and I'll I'll send it to you guys and see what you guys think. But I'm like, that seems like it would be like, kind of looks kind of like a dog, but it could be a cat. And I'm like, my dog, like, sleeps next to me. So I'm like, unless she has to project, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> 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 well, I'm like, do, girl, they, did, I, did, I, did I make you tap into you? I was going to say, they do take, uh, pets do take after their owners, you know, uh-huh, so uh-huh. if you're taking off, right? uh, they're taking off too. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, cause we've talked about shadow cats before as well. And, uh, and it just intrigued me cause we've had multiple people mention seeing shadow cats. Uh, Bethany's mentioned seeing or our dad sees one, uh, at our East side house. What? Uh, Mike yeah, saw really? one. Yeah. And Mike, uh, in Mike's East side story, he mentioned seeing a shadow cat. So it just interested me even further so i was doing some research and just cats are just known as guardians of the spiritual world and so it's it's typically a good thing if if you are seeing a shadow cat but uh but yeah we we've heard that uh a few times and it's just one of those things that continues to come up that makes us ask ourselves like what is it about uh, us and, and shadow cats are our people and shadow cats our community and what is it? These these little things, these little parallel stories, and it's just intriguing to us to hear. So that's another cool one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. I know that, I've, like, when I'm going through, like, a really bad, like, episode of depression or when I miss my cat, sometimes she does come to me in dreams. So that's always very comforting. So I definitely feel like cats are, like, guardians. I mean, there was a reason why the Egyptians worshipped them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like sure, they yeah. are guardians of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it totally makes sense. But, yeah, like, man, this is just, like, tip of the iceberg from, like, everything that I've lived through in my life. <laughs> Pretty intense. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that's so good. <laughs> dating is fun. Dating is fun, especially if you date another psychic. That's not too fun. To be <laughs> so, like I remember, I was dating this one guy, um, and um, you know, I was like uh, laying down in his bed one night. And he's like, "Are you asleep?" And I'm like, "No." Thing, I think I was just absorbing his energy, and um, I saw this man like standing, and I didn't tell him anything. Right? I saw this man standing. Um, on his doorway, it was like a a young man, dark hair, like uh, tannish skin, like like you know, kind of like medium build, 
man. And I was just like, okay, it might just be a passerby. But he ended up telling me the next morning, because he had been kind of depressed, that it was the anniversary of his friend that had died from a hemorrhage, uh, brain uh, hemorrhage. And he actually found him dead that night that I saw that guy. And I'm all like, holy shit. And I never, I never actually ended up telling him that because even though we were both psychic, I, I feel like we kind of both already knew that we had both seen them. So it's kind of like I didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to like open up that kind of worms even further. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we were already breaking up and it was just kind of, kind of messy at that point. But yeah, that was pretty wild. That happened like right before the pandemic, like 2019. That happened, and I'm like, uh, like I saw, you know, I saw him, and he was there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. It's crazy. That's heavy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, heavy. that's heavy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's going to be fun when I move to the Bay Area because. Holy shit! There's a lot of shit out there. I was gonna, I was going to say earlier, yeah, when you mentioned moving to California, I was like, oof, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna get wild. I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be 20 minutes in San Francisco. Oh my goodness, that's um, gonna be awesome. I actually had uh, an experience in one of the places that I stayed, uh, my Airbnb there. So this guy happened to have some urns. In what? my fucking room. Jeez. In my Airbnb. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, are those bases? I'm like, oh, fuck, they're urns. Why is it in the here? Fuck? Oh, my goodness. Just my That's- decorative urn. Quite <laughs> a lot of popping and like a lot of like sighing in my room. I'm like, oh, well, at least you're not like touching me. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like, I can stand noises, but if you t- try to touch me or you wake me up, it's game over. I'm, the- I'm busting out the stage or my. Yeah. Like you're going down. Like you're, <laughs> you're going down. I like that. <laughs> it's like my it's my spirit mate, you know? Like <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's intense. You're gonna have a good time. Once you're in California for a couple months, let us know how it's going and if we gotta bring you on back to your You gotta find California. a trip. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I love California, and yeah, it's been, I think around 2018 is the last time maybe I was out there, um, kind of before the pandemic, yeah, but yeah. Um, there's really beautiful parts of it, so have fun, definitely. Yeah. Spooky stuff all the time, and so many Ghost Adventures episodes oh out in that area, you'll be able to see all kinds of stuff. Oh, no, I was watching the new one with the Berkeley. The one that just came out. Oh, we haven't seen it yet. We're a little behind and we're real mad at ourselves about it. Yeah. We don't even feel worthy to post about it because we're like, oh, we haven't even watched it. Like, we're we're letting letting ourselves down. Well, to be fair, I had just gotten. I just eaten some waffles and I fell asleep. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> See, it's just so soothing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Something about Zach's voice, man. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Listen to it all day. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there was a more perfect nickname that you guys fucking come out with is Zaddy because his name is Zach and it's Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy Zach. <laughs> I, I, this too fits, you know. 
Oh my goodness. But oh, your stories, everything that you shared, I mean, from poltergeist, haunt, like hotels and, you know, these, everything. It's just e- been east side haunts. East side haunts. Like, you hit everything. That's insane. And and we said on Instagram, you know, you're like, I got a full menu. Like, what do you want? And I was like, we're doing a six course meal and you did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah. If you guys have any questions about anything, like, I mean, oh. I'm all ears. Like, if you have any questions about, you know, I, I am, I am really spiritual too. So I try and also help people. Have problems with spirits, so that's what helped a couple of friends uh, with uh, some entities that have tried to attach them too. So oh. I'm pretty good at of like trying to get rid of negative energy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had to, I've had to like do it all my life. So it's like self <laughs> self defense, but in the spiritual form. You know? <laughs> that's intense. I, what I what I usually like to ask because. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, Bethany and I like to, we want to focus in on the Latinx community and because we're so interested because so many of us have these types of stories. So I usually like to ask on our personal interviews, like, what is it? Or like, do you have any opinion as to why maybe our culture or, or aspects of our culture are so, I guess, help us believe in these things or i don't know i'm trying to word it right i think i think what you're trying to say is like do you think your career culture influences your belief in the paranormal thank you a lot because i have uh been tapping more into like my spray guide and ancestors it has to do a lot with like ancestral trauma i think that's why our like in our indigenous bloodline they were very spiritual and called to spirit to like you know it was the spirit of land, of water, of the sun, you know, so it's kind of like, I think spirituality is just kind of embedded in us to where like, can't even say it, can't say it, can't say it. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Colonization. Colonization uh, happened, <laughs> happened and Christianity got, you know, kind of shoved down people, you know, our indigenous culture's throats to where it wasn't their culture, you know, so or their religion. To the point I think that nowadays, uh, you know, I mean, to, to each his own their beliefs, but it's like, you know, those weren't the original beliefs of our, mm-hmm. you know, indigenous ancestors. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that part, especially now, since there's a lot of change coming up, and people are more, uh, basically, you know, knowledge is power. People are researching things more and realizing it that you know especially like christianity catholicism it's all regurgitated from the egyptian scriptures and it's basically the same story told over and over mm-hmm. yeah. just adapted to the times to kind of you know kind of keep people like in line it's a form of control mm-hmm. so i feel like it uh, i think that's part of it i feel like it's part like in our in the, our ancestors our indigenous culture it was more about being connected to the land and the spirits of the land. And I feel like that's why, like, there's, you know, I feel like that's a big part of it. Just like all this intense trauma that, like I mentioned, anger, sadness, all these are huge triggers. Uh, of course, repression, all of that oppression and everything of emotion is going to trigger that, especially like, you know, I love, I love my people, but there's a lot of, like, problems with, like, you know, our masculine 
like toxic masculinity with men mm-hmm. so that has to also happen to where they repress their emotions so of course that's gonna trigger probably like a lot of energy around that triggers other spirits mm-hmm. so I feel like that's why that kind of triggers too you know yeah. and it trickles down through the generation and it just kind of makes sense because it's, it's kind of like just a magnet to that like it's just it's all energy, so it really is what you're feeling that you call into it. And especially if you, like, are sensitive to it or you are um, trying to experience something and they feel that towards your or outside energies that are affecting you. Because a lot of the times, it's like, it's kind of like we, you know, as being human, sometimes we don't realize that we're absorbing somebody else's energy. It might not even be yours energy. Like somebody, it's kind of like, have you ever like been with somebody that's really depressed and then suddenly they bring you down and then a day later you're kind of sad and you're like, I don't know why I'm sad because you start thinking that because you absorb the other person's energy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, it's all an exchange of energy. So I think that's why like it trickles down from like the spiritual realm to like trauma, generational trauma that I think kind of makes our our culture a little bit more susceptible and more open to a lot of experiences. Maybe that has to do a lot with the same experiences with the cats. I don't know. That's yeah. kind of interesting. I kind of want to make more research on that now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cause I was even like, is it regional? Is it, you know, like you said, indigenous, like what is it, what is it coming from? And uh, I got a lot of that information from spiritual, but no, that, that answer is, is great. And I think you hit on a lot of really solid points that really speak to why, the Latinx community might be a little more susceptible to this type of energy. So uh, thanks for that. Very, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm inspired in a way. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just, this has just been a wild what? ride wow. yeah, for real. Quite the experience. This has just been a crazy, like, I don't, I don't know your stories. And then now like it, it's even just experiencing the little audio difficulties, like we're, we're hearing things through our mics. So we don't know what's going on with you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to have to review gonna, this, have this to. audio very closely <laughs> because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, may, maybe you caught something. Maybe you caught something from, from the house. Here. Yeah. That's not my word. Yeah. <laughs> they that do travel be. they travel through technology yeah. if, if we learn anything from the guys on ghost adventures oh, they've done cell phone investigating yeah. where they set a cell phone out and we have you on wi-fi bluetooth connected through like three different devices so <laughs> who the fuck knows <laughs> i don't know it's funny because i was watching um uh portals from hell and i guess it's just gonna get even more intense as I get older to be honest like my ability I feel like I'm at the in-between where like oh I don't I don't want to deal with this right now and then I'm like yeah I do yeah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like it, it really is kind of like like a like I, I kind of talk, talk to like my friends I'm like well, you know I'd be so down to go on the shows but then if something happens to me I like be screaming out of there I'll go back, but I don't need to do that all the time. You know? Well, I don't know. Maybe you'd surprise yourself. <laughs> yeah. You never, you never know. Like I I'm mean, a no, you might, might, might I'm as like, well try it. You know. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm a big old weenie, but if something happens, I'm going to yell. But I'll go back, but I'm going to yell. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I that's know. my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I got, I'll still do it, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to run, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> Same. No, like, it's pretty intense. Of, uh, well, the one last thing that actually happened, like, not too long ago, I was watching Poros and Hell. And I think it was at the old Franklin house, um, if I'm not mistaken. And somehow, with substrate, it does not help that, you know, kind of amplifies shit. But um, it's funny because uh, there's this lady that wears really bright pink lipstick, and she's from the whole Grip Files, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, um, she was like investigating the 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 castle, or whatever. She was there. We're talking about the lady that committed suicide there, and it's funny because what I had picked up from that particular place, I'm like, she didn't commit suicide. I'm like, she didn't commit suicide. It wasn't her who committed suicide. Like, she was driven somehow, like some entity, like basically like drove her or like actually killed her and it's funny because she's had said the same thing she had said that as we were watching the episode i'm like i told my roommate that's exactly what i picked up on she didn't commit suicide and she said the same thing and i'm like that's the most legit psychic that i've seen like on tv screen i'm like i'm like yeah she's legit that's badass (laughs) that's cool yeah and i'm like yeah i was telling my uh my friend uh, Eric, and he's one of the co-owners of City Alchemist. Um, and then he was all like, "That's dangerous, girl. You're able to channel through the TV." I'm like, "I know, but sometimes it just happens. If I'm, if I'm really into it, I'll start channeling." And I'm like, I have to kind of catch myself and like break off from it and just be like, "Okay, you're going way too deep there." <laughs> that's badass. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Badass until you try to sleep. <laughs> and then you yeah. hear a bunch of voices. <laughs> yeah. with you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we think it's yeah, badass, but we're going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But excellent. Thank, I, I mean, just thank you so much. Your stories were very rich with paranormal and, and your time definitely valuable. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm glad that that we met, you know, like you're so cool. And like even like that night that we met, it was just kind of like this person has a really cool, like kind energy. And it was just and and now here we are like (laughs) on the podcast. Like, so it's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things happen for a reason you know so I always totally believe that we were meant to clean toilets at the same time at the same (laughs) place (laughs) we're we're all just really into the spooky and we spooky so that happens (laughs) well I mean I I guess if if there's nothing I don't have any other questions I don't know if Bethany you have anything or no uh, you actually answered my questions like as you were you were going I did have a few but they were answered so (laughs) I I kind of tend to just fucking 
go on a tangent sometimes. So. No, it's yeah. great. No, it's <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. When we're sitting here uh, silent, we're usually just like jaw drop staring at each other, like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh my god. Like, we're just mouthing, we're just mouthing, like, what the fuck? Oh my god!" To each other for like, you know, however long, and it's just, it was great. So thank you. It was you made our Friday night for sure. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys. You made my Friday night. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I've been, I've been looking forward to being on. I'm like, I'm always like chatting with you guys. So, so like, oh, I know you're like, let me you're... in. It's like that Eric Andre. <laughs> Eric Andre, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> Girl, you is in. You is in. <laughs> Puta family yeah, for life. It's funny cause, uh, <laughs> but yeah, because I've been asked to be on a couple like podcasts. I'm like. I'm like, I'm psychic, but I can't, I can't, like, you know, I, I can't tell you what lottery is going to be happening. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, there goes the rest of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, never mind. Like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can give you a, maybe a message from your grandma, but I can give you a lottery. <laughs> I'm super down. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you again so much. This was epic. I know. I love talking to you guys. I hope we hang out with you guys soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be in touch for sure. You better. <laughs> oh, we will. We will. <laughs> oh, like, I know your Instagram. I'm like constantly like messaging you guys. I know. I was like, you're, you're like in our top messages. Like, it's just like, uh, you're like the only person. You and like, two others. Like, I hope constantly... I don't know, I know you. I'm like, Oh, no. No, no, not at all. We love it. We live for it. Like It brings us life. (laughs) All right, sweet. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, I guess I'll I'll go ahead and go and and cleanse myself and drink more white claw. (laughs) (laughs) There's no laws with the claws. Definitely enjoy and have a great Friday night. Friday. (laughs) You too, guys. Take care. Thanks. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Have a good night. Night. Bye. That was a really, really good interview. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah. And I just want to let our listeners know, too, that we had quite a few tech difficulties. Um, I know we mentioned it a few times, but I just have to stress that that shit's never happened before with any of our phone interviews. Uh, we heard like a popping noise. Um yeah, I, I don't know. It just and it was really pissing me off, and I feel like I was being antagonized. <laughs> like <laughs> someone was poking at me, trying to piss me off, and yeah, I, and, it, and they, they succeeded. <laughs> yeah, it was really brutal, and it, it it totally made me think of Ghost Adventures and just the guys having audio issues, and you know that being a sign of the paranormal. So, if anything, maybe it just kind of gave the episode a little more credibility. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Also, I don't know if I should say this right now, and I'm having a really very intense deja vu in this moment right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Man, this is weird, man. This has been a really trippy Friday night interview. So uh, I think that with, um, you know, Mara's energy and, and ours and the conversation, like maybe maybe some shit got kicked up. Who knows? And our listeners don't know this, but we sit in front of a very large mirror <laughs> every time we podcast. And it's huge. It's the size of a wall. It is the size of a wall. 
it is one of the walls in the room that we are in is it's a closet it's and it's all mirror and it is not closed like oh is as it not? far as spiritually no i mean oh, like okay. i'm talking about how you can close a mirror or yes. like stop the portal okay, yes it's not closed like it's wide open it is it's wide open <laughs> i think that was a fucking fantastic interview i look forward to speaking with mara again and meeting up with her again it's just so cool how we have met people in the paranormal community starting this podcast and it really warms my heart like it makes me feel less weird or crazy yeah like like she said um earlier like it's nice to know that you're not crazy or maybe we're all crazy we're not crazy alone (laughs) (laughs) but i don't i really don't think that i don't think we are um and it's just really comforting to know that we're not the only ones that see shit feel shit hear shit yeah um that other people don't yeah no totally um just great stuff i i really enjoy when we do these interviews and this is the perfect example of why and the things that we heard from again things happening at a really young age uh she having poltergeist like experiences seeing things uh sit on beds and haunted hotels and just everything everything it's stories that we've heard before but stories we'll never get tired of and it's always so interesting to hear the the parallels in these stories so really good stuff yes it was very rich rich interview so rich and the fact that she loves ghost adventures just as much as we do is just a cherry on top dude that's fucking awesome it's hilarious i love it i love that uh ghost adventures is all of our like lullaby (laughs) to go to sleep i'm not kidding there was a whole like season or two or three where like i would come over to leah's and we would watch ghost adventures because that's our little ritual um and i would just fall asleep i would fucking fall asleep like it would it's almost like a joke like how long is bethany gonna last in this episode and that's not because because like it's not that i didn't love it or it wasn't entertaining it's just that it's just that comforting it's so fucking comforting yeah it's a comfort show you know or for us yeah <laughs> it really is put me under a blanket pat me on the back three <sighs> times and put on some ghost adventures oh, crank up the ow, ac baby ow, like oh a light. <laughs> god it's perfect <laughs> i love it out like a light man but definitely her, her stories made me feel a little heavy i don't know if we want to Uh, cleanse this baby or if you had anything else to say before we uh have to clean this one out no i think i i'm feeling very heavy too we need a we need a ritual we need to call our friend rochelle hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the west powers of water and intuition hear us big breath in big breath out that was not a big breath in like i almost choked yeah, like, on my breath. <laughs> 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 something doesn't want me to breathe in let it go let it go it's gone i hope uh, yeah <laughs> only good and light positivity beautiful energy coming in live laugh love no <laughs> live laugh love <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely only positivity. And, and what a great way to kick off the personal episodes uh, for season three. We're really pumped about uh, what we got lined up for you on. This was the best way to kick it off. So thank you again, uh, Tamara. Excellent stuff. And thanks to all of you for listening and coming back for season three. Uh, we love you. And as always, <laughs> I'm Leah. And I'm Bethany. And we're signing off with Two besitos. From these putitos.
Daddy's no gas today. <laughs> I had to hold it in. Did you hear it? Yes. Oh, no. I heard your stomach. 